episode three welcome to the unqualified queerest episode three baby boom boom we made it we made it we made it it's been a long and windy road who knows who made it with us we made it we made it um so firstly like to start by saying thank you to everyone for all the feedback we've had <laughs> to all our fans to all our fans thank you yeah we got we got some nice feedback yeah some funny feedback exactly um you know at it's the end of the day good. it's it's been great it's mostly been good yeah yeah so we made it to episode three and this episode is about what what are we discussing we're gonna be talking about our relationship to relationships yes exactly because because we are very qualified to talk about that definitely (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be amateur hour guys yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so um we actually just finished well i watched the episode i just i just finished watching that episode of last of us i don't know if anyone's seen it if there's anyone who hasn't seen last of us they can skip ahead yeah but episode three literally episode three of last of us and i'm a bit of an emotional wreck right now so Mm -hmm. If I sound emotional in this podcast, it's because I've just witnessed some beautiful gays find love and that's what matters. Well, do you want to talk about the episode? It's okay. I'll let the um I'll let them I'll I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it. So Oh, they can skip ahead. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to be that person. But yeah, it's it's a beautiful episode. You know, it really makes you think about love and all that crap. You know, it gives it gives you hope. <laughs> it's a it was a beautiful storyline. Yeah, it was Definitely. a beautiful storyline. So what are we what are we discussing when it comes to relationships? Huh? I think we can discuss the cornerstone yes. of relationships, mm-hmm. which we've touched on before, but mm-hmm. we'll go into a deep dive today. Yep, we're going to talk about attachment theory. Woo! Attachment theories, yes. And essentially, attachment theory is the way we attach to other people. Mm. Basically, when you're young, you don't have any choice but to attach to your caregivers slash parents whoever Mm -hmm. they may be so that's what forms your idea of what what it means to attach to someone how you attach to someone and how you keep someone or how you relate to someone yeah and i was listening to a psychologist talk about kim bartholomew she's a psychologist and she came up with an easy way to kind of think about the four attachment styles in really basic terms, which is how you relate to people Mm. um, using the words positive or negative. Mm. Okay. So if you – it's like how do you feel about yourself, positive or negative? And then the next question is how do you feel about others, positive Mm. or negative? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for you, what do you think? For yourself, Mm -hmm. how do you view yourself? Uh, I feel I view myself as a positive person. Okay. Yeah, for sure. But and other people, how I view other people, um, I think overall I like to think everyone's positive. Okay. But you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are some. There is some negativity out there. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I think the whole concept is to just boil it down to the essentially what do you think of people okay and essentially what do you think of yourself okay so so you think positive yeah what what yeah what do you think um i would say i think of myself positively and i generally think of people negatively i think i have that tendency to think that Mm. 
So, so that reflects in your attachment style. Yes. Yes. Okay. So if you answer like I did, mm. positive, negative, mm. then you're you're more likely to have a dismissive avoidant attachment, mm. which means you believe in yourself mm. and you trust that you can meet your own needs, but you don't trust other people to do that for you. Okay. So hence mm-hmm. the negative version of viewing yep. other people. Okay. Say if you answered like Prav. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Well, we actually did a quiz earlier on. We did. We? And um, so for me, it, it said that I'm in between anxious and secure. So mm-hmm. I'm like secure, anxious, like in between there. Yeah. Um, not avoidant. That's not no, on my you're spectrum. Not, you're not avoidant. Um, I'm also not too anxious either, but I am anxious. But what was the other one? Um, I think it was, what was the other one? Preoccupied? Fearful avoidant. Fearful of avoidant, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I had a little bit of little that as well. That, yeah. yeah. Um, well, these, th- this quiz broke it down into percentiles yeah, because yeah. Uh, I do believe that you're on a spectrum and you can't. Exactly, you can't just break it down. I feel like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm in a relationship, actually in the relationship, I think I'm pretty secure. Mm-hmm. When I'm in a stable relationship. Okay. But when there's bits of conflict <laughs> or bits of oopsie daisies, I get anxious. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, when conflict happens. Mm, conflict happens. You feel anxious. Yeah, or like external factors are brought in, like family or friends, okay. <laughs> then I get anxious. But if it's okay. just me and that person, then I think I'm secure. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to burst your bubble. what else are you here to do huh (laughs) i think that everyone thinks they're secure until there's conflict oh yeah yeah for sure and that's when your true attachment really i think i think also you can be secure going into a relationship and then become anxious halfway through because of that person your attachment can change yeah exactly when you're in a relationship yeah exactly i don't think there's a set attachment for everyone unless you're unless you've had like like a lot of lot of work you've done a lot of work on yourself and you're able to navigate in different yeah. relationships yeah i think experiences mm-hmm. can change your attachment style mm. and well, what they call corrective experience mm. and also therapy oh yeah and working on yourself mm-hmm. to consciously work on your attachment mm-hmm. style those are the factors mm-hmm. but i think the only time you truly know what your attachment style is is when you're in a relationship mm. and you get triggered. Yeah, that's it. Otherwise, everybody's got to be dandy, I think. Most of the yeah. times everyone's like, I'm chill, I'm cool. And then yeah. you get triggered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then there's also people that like just get anxious over small things in a relationship. Oh, that's like different. That's like yeah. anxiety. Yeah. That's, which is different that's from also, Yeah, that's also yeah. part of their attachment theory with, with that partner. In a relationship. Oh, right. If they get anxious about the person and not just Yeah, it's like, oh, they're going to leave me. Sure. They're going to abandon me. Yeah, yeah. You know, that kind so of... So, that's the other one. Yeah. So, if you answered positive, positive, then you might be secure. Yeah. Because you, you believe in yourself and you also believe that the world is good. The people in the world are good. I mean, I try... I mean, I not everyone's good, but, you know... Well, I the, like jury, the jury's so. still out whether she's yeah. secure. I'm just saying... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm secure. I would Actually, love to be secure. I do think you have elements that lend to the security because i do think you have a positive outlook for people and Mm. yourself and you don't you're not so concerned about you know people's motives and Mm. whether things will go to shit you're just like i'll just accept it and 
It'll yeah, get I'm better. Good. I'm just You're like, very optimistic. I'm just like, actually. if you hurt me, you hurt me. Fuck you now. Who cares? <laughs> just hurt me. Just hurt me. But what your what were the results on your? It was avoidant, oh, dismissive. Yeah, avoidant. yeah. <laughs> I don't trust anyone. I don't believe. In You're really selling yourself. There. I just rely on myself <laughs> to meet my needs, mm. essentially, mm. Um, because my caregivers didn't. Okay. Yeah. If you answered negative positive, so if you have a negative view of yourself mm. and a positive view of others, ding, 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 you're anxious, preoccupied. Mm. means that you don't value yourself as much as other people. Okay. And the way that you get and receive love is to, I guess, be extra about mm. it so you can show people, okay, I love you, I really, I really like this attachment, mm. I really need this. Okay. So you're a bit louder i guess a little bit more yeah excitable yeah, okay <laughs> i guess i guess i have like traits of that too mm-hmm. yeah definitely mm-hmm. it's in a relationship i can yeah during conflict especially i think i have yeah. traits of that for sure um mm. it's called protest behavior it's like mm. when you make you yourself louder and want to be heard yeah a little yeah, bit that's more, right right yeah 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 and the last one which is the rarest of the four att- attachment styles, it is negative-negative. Mm. You have a negative view of yourself and a negative view of everyone. Mm. This one's called disorganized attachment. Yeah. See, I used to think I was like that because I was like, I'm feeling like this, I'm feeling like that. But then mm-hmm. I think maybe I was like that in my teens. Right. Right? Like maybe 17. I think we were all like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as I got older, I think... It definitely changed. Mm-hmm. Mm. So disorganized is when your brain hasn't come up with a complete method on how to deal with attachment. Mm. That's right. It switches. Mm. So it might be avoidant sometimes. It might be anxious sometimes. Mm. So it's a mix. Um, generally, it comes from a really traumatic childhood. Actually. Okay. So anyway, look. We're very unqualified <laughs> to yeah, diagnose people but with we, this attachment. Exactly. Styles. So, yeah, so take see this, a therapist. Yeah, exactly. Get some expert advice. But don't you take know. a quiz on Google. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did. <laughs> we did. But don't do that. Yeah. Um, talk to your therapist yeah. or a licensed therapist. Or talk to your partner. Just be like, how do I? How am I reacting? Like, t- t- tell me. And then maybe you guys can work it out. <laughs> well, maybe you guys already have an idea of yeah. what kind of attachment you yeah. have. Yeah. But I think it's helpful to know mm. what you and your partner have. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that will help you argue better yeah. or deal with conflict mm. better. Ultimately, we all want to be secure. But yes. that is very, very hard. That's the dream. And that's, that's the dream. That's a bullshit dream. I mean, I think I'm... <laughs> I think I'm going to take this time of like oh, being single. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I mean it. Like, I think I'm really going to take this time of being single and like, you know, not seeing. Become secure. To try and become secure. Okay. What is I security? Think, I think, I think you can, people can become secure. I think once they understand a certain way they get triggered and mm-hmm. how, they navi- how they can navigate with the triggers yep. and all that. If anyone knows how to become secure, please contact us. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, with a lot of therapy, a lot of work, a lot of what time. Does, what does security, being secure mean to you? I think I think I saw this in the, um, I think I think she's called the unrelated 
relationship experts the holistic yeah, psychologist yeah. so she's like in a re- in a in a relationship when both of you are like i'm willing i'm growing i'm learning and i'm i'm present and i want to be here with you mm-hmm. you know through the changes through the changes mm-hmm. that shows secure security you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, i'm willing i'm growing and you know all that stuff i think that's okay yeah a sign that you're secure yeah like you're, yeah. you're okay you understand that yeah. that person might have not like issues. oh no we've had a fight let me just run Bail. for the hills you know okay so uh. when when you and your partner fight or ex-partner. <laughs> partner. Cries, cries. <laughs> Back in the day when you had a partner. When I had a partner. Yeah. What would you tend to do when there's an argument? Oh, I think I get louder. Okay. Um, and I maybe... Express a lot. Express it a lot. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You want to talk it out. I'm like, yeah, let's talk it out. Like, let's... Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And what would your partner do? ex-partner oh my one of my ex-partners uh i think the pattern has been they've they've maybe not been as responsive okay so not, non-responsive yeah not not respond cold not yeah like just like a little maybe like not like not expressing, not expressing it like me emotion. yeah just like yeah i think that's yeah do you feel like you're emotional when you're fighting <laughs> Yes, I think I get emotional during conflict with I'm anyone, passionate. anyone, not not just yeah. my partner, with my mm-hmm. friends, with my family. I think I get emotional yeah. because I want to be heard and mm-hmm. I want to be seen, mm. you know, and if they are not giving mm-hmm. me that, then I get louder and louder, yeah. you know. You want to be understood. Exactly. And if they don't understand you, yeah. you say, okay, yeah. let me say it again in a different yeah. way. <laughs> and, I, and, I, I'm not, I'm, and I don't think it's, it's, it's the right way. Yeah, this, and okay. it's obviously something I've been working on, and you know, yeah, just um, better better way sure. to navigate these things. You know, I'm not sure. Like, okay, yeah, I I understand what you mean by like saying, is it the right way? Mm. I think that's not a helpful way of yeah. saying that exactly because I don't want to shame people into like they that we all have our attachment styles. Mm. Most of us are insecure, I would say, mm. because I've never met a secure person. I've met like mm. maybe one secure person in see, my life see this is what i mean i always think i've met a secure person <laughs> yeah. and then i actually get into a relationship <laughs> yeah. with them and then yeah. there's like something like this happens oh, and yeah. i'm like yo you're not secure that's that was false I mean. advertising that's what i mean <laughs> i want a refund you, you need to wait till you get triggered <laughs> that's both it. of y'all that's and it. then you, that's you'll it. be like wow mm. yeah i didn't see this in the honeymoon phase no nah, exactly exactly <laughs> yeah so like there's no shame in having an, an insecure attachment style because i think majority of us have it mm. Um, it's a ver- it's something that you didn't have control over as a child. Mm. So you didn't choose to be like this and you don't choose to be like this now. Yeah. I guess the choice is whether you're going to change. That's it. That's it. And it's all about taking those steps to change, like going to therapy, like, you know, just... Being conscious. Conscious, about conscious, exactly, yeah. Being mindful and self-aware, and when you're when you mm-hmm. do get triggered or you feel like you're about to get triggered, what are your next steps? How are you going to handle yeah, that? Yeah, have have an action plan. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. the hardest mm-hmm. thing at the moment. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what about your exes? What do you think their attachment? Why? Style why is? It's, oh yeah. Well, <laughs> you can ask me questions. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me ask you. Let okay. me ask you. Okay. I feel like uh, it's not the proud show. Um. Okay. So. 
you're an avoidant. Yes. What has your partner's, um, like ex-partner's attachment styles have been? Um, I would say a majority of them have been anxious. And mm. I would say I get together with a lot of anxious people yeah. majority of the time. There's this law of attraction between anxious and avoidant. It, it's... It's called the anxious avoidant trap. Mm. So literally in psychology, they've noticed a pattern of these two particular styles mm. getting together. And I say, yeah, that's true for me. Yeah. I don't what do you think it attracts, out. Why do you think attracts, attracts, oh, I know. attracts <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think anxious people attract me or, or I find them attractive mm. because there's a security there that I find with like knowing that they really like me. Mm. Okay. Okay. You <laughs> like to feel you you want to feel wanted by them. I like to be chased. Okay. Okay. And yeah. I don't know if I even realize that. Mm. I like chasing and people. And they will chase cuz they're anxious, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I I used to think I like chasing people, mm. right? And I I do. I still do, but I've come to realize that no my my attachment style has is lending to they need to chase me. Mm. And then I need to run away. Yeah. Okay. And that's the pattern. Okay. And it's in my relationships and it's even in my, you know, just like uh, meeting up with people, going on dates, um, mm. hooking up with people, whatever. Like okay. it's clear the pattern is there. Okay. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Who do you attract? <laughs> I don't know. I think I've. it's been a variety. I think like I feel like my last relationship was avoidant. But the relationship before that was anxious. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's been like a mixture, you know? Um, yeah. So maybe you you are secure and it kind of changes I think depending I'm, on the partner. I definitely am secure at the start. And then I, I get triggers come in and I become a little bit of a f like an anxious slash like fearful. I don't know. What, what makes you anxious? Oh, I think... I sometimes get this thing called imposter syndrome where like when I'm mm. in a relationship, I feel like, oh shit, I might not, I'm not good enough for this person, you know? Good enough. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're like, w like beyond my level, you know, or yeah, they're yeah, just, yeah, yeah. they're just way out my league or something like that. And then wow. it just normally, normally happens like midway through a relationship. And then I start doing something called self-sabotaging. So I'm like, oh, do they love me? Do they really love me? Mm. Oh, and it just like pl mind games, you know, like in my head, my own head. Right. Um, yeah, and then it just starts to go downhill and then I'm telling myself, no, 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 like they, they're with you for a reason, you know, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And can you normally convince yourself of that? Well, I, I did start going therapy. So, I, you know, mm. definitely it has, have, I have been improving and it's definitely been something I've worked on and come a long way through. But yeah, it's definitely, I start feeling like that and start self-sabotaging and then I constantly seek reassurance from my partner yeah. being like, do you love me? Mm -hmm. Do you? Do you really know? Yeah. And then, yeah, it's it's maybe like, yeah, that's that's when I turn into from secure to anxious. Anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's definitely something I recognize in my, like in my exes. Yeah. Mm. So like when you're describing that, that's definitely, yeah, reassurance. Yeah. Okay, so I think if you know your attachment style, the next thing to kind of, maybe know a little bit more about is love languages that can be yeah. really helpful as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so would you what you said just then was that you need to be reassured 
Yeah. And that's part of the love languages. So yeah, words of affirmation is up there for me as one of my love languages. Is it number one? Mm, yeah, I think so. Wow. I think so, actually. Okay. Yeah, it definitely is. Words of affirmation, quality time, um, and just like physical touch, I think. Those three are my main. Okay. So the love, the... The uh, Five Love Languages is by Gary Chapman. Mm. If you don't know them already. He wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of boiled it down to five language love five love languages, how you express love, how you want to be how you want to receive love. Mm. I think there's more. <laughs> yeah, but the five <laughs> but main the ma- five main yeah. ones that he came up with was uh quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation. Gift giving. Gift giving. And physical touch. Physical touch, yeah. Is that, is that five? That's five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I've said my three. What, what are yours? Oh, mine's acts of service, number okay. one. Okay. And then quality time. Mm. And then number three is... What's the other ones? Oh, physical touch? Yeah. And what was the other one? Um, gift giving. Gift giving. And what the other one? Quality time, gift giving, acts of service, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Oh, is that is that on the on the board for you? No, I would say probably physical touch. And physical touch, yeah, yeah. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is not high, <laughs> but the lowest for me is gift giving. Mm. I don't really care about that. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I don't. I get some when people are like gift giving is a big thing for them, but for yeah. me it's just like nah. Yeah, like that's just not even on my radar. That, I don't even. Yeah, exactly. like you can buy me something, but like who cares? Yeah, uh, look, gift giving can be like they make you something. That's oh cute. yeah, that's, that's cute. Cool. That's cute. Yeah, but yeah. that's like to me that's almost like an act of service. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. But I'm just like, do not tell me you love me. Show me you love me. Mm. I, I'm a hundred percent about that. Okay. Okay. And yours, yours is the other way. <laughs> no, I mean, like, show me you love me too. That's fine. But I, think, I want it all. But I think for me, verbal reassurance is important. You know, just like little, li- something you say to something, someone in the morning, like, hey, like, you're great. Have a great day. Or some <laughs> shit like that, yeah? <laughs> that can literally make your oh entire day. God. I don't know. It's those little cute things, you know? It doesn't always have to be, it doesn't have to be something major. No, like, okay. You instead know? of them saying that, imagine they made you breakfast. Yeah, that's great too. Right? That's great too. You can't have it all, bro. <laughs> I know, but like, you know, words of affirmation is is great. Because yeah, I, I mean, feel like, like I, I would take yeah. breakfast over somebody <laughs> being like, you're great. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But like, I feel like for me, I always try and say words of yeah, affirmation yeah, yeah. to... Because yeah. here's the thing, you, your love language is words of affirmation. Yeah. So what you give is words of affirmation because you don't... I mean, I do. I do have cooked breakfast. <laughs> I'm, I'm the whole package. You get me? <laughs> oh yeah. Are you acts of service? Are you? Whatever service you know, whatever service they need, I will provide. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, but that's the problem with the ha- being in a relationship where mm. your love languages are yeah, mixed. Exactly. Exactly. It's because you could really only understand how you receive yeah. love and like then you get disappointed when you don't actually receive yeah. it back because you're like, oh, but I do this for this person, yep. but this person's not giving that back to me. But you mm-hmm. can't always expect that. Yeah, well, you know? it's about feeling like you're not getting your needs met. That's it. And so when your partner realises what your love language is, mm. they if a good partner, it's a cure partner, they, they generally will be able to meet those needs mm. for that person mm. because they're like, well, that's your love language. Yeah. So if yours is gift giving, mm. I'm going to give you a gift. <laughs> Until I, I break my bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Until I 
you know, yeah. because I know this about you. So, like, yeah. why would I not do that? That seems silly, mm. right? To keep the relationship good and vibrant. Yeah. Give them a Gucci bag. Exactly. <laughs> Buy them whatever they want, you know. That's their love language. Do as they say. Let's talk about what green flags we look for in a relationship or in the relationship or a partner. You can start. Um, so let's say four green flags you look for. Four. Okay. Um, I think for me, I do need somebody who probably needs more independence okay. than maybe some of my exes. Mm-hmm. Because I have an issue with feeling smothered. It's not, maybe that's not the correct term but i can feel a little bit suffocated yeah. sometimes okay so th- they're they able to do their own thing and then you're able to do yeah if they have hobbies yeah okay they have friends if they have family yep you know to occupy their mm-hmm. time too and it's not just this relationship yep. that is anchoring them into life okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep yep yeah. okay are you gonna give one too? Oh, are we oh, doing yeah. one? Okay, yeah, well, I think. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's that's definitely one. I would also say, um, yeah, if they're, yeah, if they have their own social life, you know, they have their own friends, they have their own social life, um, so they're not like too dependent on always trying to hang out with me or whatever. So they're able. But they to just love you, bro. I yeah. know. Oh, they love I mean, you so much. I mean, I can't blame them, but you know, it's you know, it's everyone wants a piece of prowl. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. there's not it's enough a, for her to go around. Very high in demand. So <laughs> clearly, why I'm single. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they have their own social life, and yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah, three. I think for me, they need to know about them, like be self-aware, and mm. so know about their attachment theories mm-hmm. i mean sorry attachment style know about their triggers mm-hmm. know about maybe some of the childhood things that happen to them that maybe still affects them okay yeah so self-aware and yeah like know a little bit about why they, they are, are the way they are yeah yeah and okay. how they behave in relationships it could it could okay. be really helpful okay yeah that's a good one yeah i think also another one would be they're good they listen Mm. you know because i feel like yeah listen they just they listen they they take into consideration your point of view even if they don't agree mm. they take that into consideration mm. why are you smiling because i <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i know why you're smiling because <laughs> i find that hard yeah i find yeah. that really hard yeah and yeah i i mm. have difficulty with that and apologizing mm. Mm. yeah okay but that's something that i struggle with mm-hmm. um and it's not because I intentionally do that. Yeah. I Your mind just blocks blocks it out, does it? Well, it's more like I believe in an objective truth. Yeah. And, and you're like, this is the truth. <laughs> your your opinion doesn't matter because this is the truth. Yeah. yeah. And, and it might come across as like I'm saying my opinion is objective truth. But what in my mind at the time, I'm just like, I'm an investigator and, you know, 
what you're having an emotional conversation with me potentially, but mm. my mind is also always working in the logical field. Mm. So I'm always like, well, let's look at this objectively, mm. you know, and that's not what people need. Nah, nah. They just want it, They just want you to shut up and listen to and them, reassure them, and, and then be like, okay, I understand your point of view. Yeah, you know, yeah. Okay, so that's that's it. that's okay to have. That <laughs> that's okay to have that point of view. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Like I think that's it green flag <laughs> when yeah. they can listen and then take consider so your a walking red flag yeah <laughs> so guys no don't go there um yeah i know that about myself and okay. apologizing is well that's good but, they, but that you've already you're aware of that about yourself so many people aren't they're like oh nah you know so i'm just a self-aware asshole <laughs> yes that's exactly what you are <laughs> that's good it's good yeah. good to be like yeah yeah um and i'll add i'll add one more yeah uh, green flag is it totally slipped my mind. That's <laughs> oh, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know if that does too. Oh, I've completely forgot. Okay. Oh, well, you know, like, but fifth one could be they're willing to work on their mm. themselves. Yeah, and the relationship. Mm. I think mm. that's a that's a big one. Mm. I I I agree with that one. Also, another one I want to add is mm-hmm. they're aware of things that are going on around them so like Mm. stuff that's happening in the world even if they don't have a lot of knowledge about it they don't have to be political oh right you know they don't they don't have to know who the prime minister or president of sudan is you know no (laughs) just just be aware of what's happening in the world around you you know okay so what 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 major you know Things what, that people are fighting for or like trying to Why is achieve. this a green flag? It's a green flag. If pe- As in like this is a green flag. If they are, if they do know these things, yeah. you know? it Because it means like their world, their world no, is No, they just, they're just, they're not in their little bubble, yeah. you know? No, I 100% yeah, agree. They're not in their little bubble. They're actually like, you know, yeah. oh, like this is happening. Yeah. This is happening. It means that they have an yeah. interest in the world. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And also like. True. Yeah. I think it, mm-hmm. especially for queer people. Mm. You know, it's like... Yeah, you can't choose to be apolitical. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Especially now. Yeah, like, in a time like this. In a time where there's so many anti-trans. Yeah. Rhetoric. So, like, yeah, so slash much shit murders, Slash mm. abuse. Mm. Yeah, just... Yeah. Yeah, your very existence is a protest. Exactly, so, I exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I I think, yeah, a curiosity about mm-hmm. the world. That's something mm-hmm. that I've uh, yeah, always yeah. loved yeah. about my exes. Mm. Um, Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> okay. okay well, now yeah, this episode is very like deep very, very and serious, serious, guys. You know, we just we just thought we'd uh, mix it up a bit. <laughs> this is a disclaimer. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're just giving you our anecdotal. We've advice. just had a lot of red wine, so you know this is what happens. <laughs> okay. So I thought we can do something a little bit more fun and okay, light. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do that. Make it more fun. Okay. We're going to talk about characters. Okay. In pop culture. And mm. we can talk about their attachment style because mm. I think once you learn about attachment theory, mm-hmm. you start to see it in movies, in films, in TV shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah, avoid yeah. it. Oh, you just every see time it. I'm watching something, I'm like, oh, that dude is fucking anxious. <laughs> yeah. That dude's a fucking avoidant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. if I yeah, yeah, could yeah. do that in real life, yeah, literally <laughs> on a date and just be like, okay, I'm failing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah, you can react to some of these couples. Okay. And give right. me your, your okay. point okay. of view. Okay. 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 Ross and Rachel. From Friends. From Friends. Oh, okay. What's uh, your opinion about their attachment styles? I think, styles? Ooh, 
Ooh, it, it's different because the character develop, development was definitely different. I think as them as a couple, I think Ross is a little bit anxious and Rachel is maybe secure. Rachel is, I think, is secure. Mm-hmm. She ca- she has anxious tendencies, but I think she's secure. But I think Ross is anxious. You know. Yeah, I think it's it's yeah. helpful to know there's a difference about having anxiety, general anxiety. Mm. So you can be, you can have anxiety about the world, your yeah, job, yeah, yeah, the way yeah. you look. Yeah, it doesn't mean your attachment style is anxious. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've never watched Friends. Yeah, you like, don't, I don't watch. watch you don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> but I already know Ross is anxious. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Just he from is. The little, little clips, clips yeah. I see, you yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't know about that couple necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Carrie and Big. Oh, did you ever watch? Sex yeah, Nation? yeah, yeah. Okay, Big. I think is is he avoided? Oh yeah, yeah. He's avoided. Uh-huh. And Carrie is secure. Is she secure? I think she became very anxious. Okay, okay. And yeah. So okay. that's another example of I think your attachment style can change. change yeah. Within a relationship, people can pull you on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie and Big were a disaster. So yeah. I watched their relationship, and for me, it's like, why? Mm. Why are you guys doing this? Yeah. Why did you keep going back together? <laughs> now, <laughs> do you have a different opinion about that? No, no. I was just thinking, like, um, I never was, never really watched Sex in the City. Okay. But yes, I, I can see what you mean. Like, I mean, you can watch. I watched, I actually watched the watched the film as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he. Was, I mean, I mean, he died. He <laughs> Stop, spoiler. <laughs> that was in the series. Are you talking about the no in the, the movie? Fil- the movie he he died. No, <laughs> that was in the series. He died. Did he? Yeah, in the oh. movie he left her at the old. Or he didn't show up to the wedding. What? Yeah. What in the movie? No, in the movie, dude, he died. No, no, no. <laughs> in the new series called and oh, just like that okay 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 that's where he died yeah he died oh, in that okay, one okay, on okay. a peloton bike oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, stupid, yeah which you know is it was a really good thing for the show because it turned out that he had sexual assault charges oh. against yeah the actor <laughs> um so they were like lucky we killed him off before uh, we could get cancelled exactly. um but when I was watching that, I you know, people were rooting for Carrie and Big or not, right? Mm. You're in those two camps. But I was just thinking, why <laughs> why doesn't she pick someone else like Aiden, mm. which is someone else who I feel like was a secure partner. But yeah. anyway, but there's they, the anxious gonna, avoidant trap. Yeah, you exactly. Going back together. Exactly. And what you think is, oh, this is passion and this is mm. real love and I don't feel this way. With someone like Aiden, mm. I feel less love. It's the the love is less big, mm. essentially. So you just think it can't be real mm. when that's not the case. Yeah, it's just toxic people. Um, okay, okay. Do you watch? Th- no, I didn't watch. Ozark? I didn't watch Ozark. Okay. Never mind. How I Met Your Mother. Yes, yes. So Ted oh, and Robin. Robin is Robin is avoidant. <laughs> Ted is anxious. <laughs> Super easy. Yeah, yeah. Super easy. Ted was always annoying to me. Really? Yeah, because I found his a- anxious style annoying. Yeah, but and that's I was because always- you're an avoidant, so you were like, "What the fuck is this guy crazy?" <laughs> but I was like, he, I was always like, "Oh, he's like just a romantic. He's just sweet. <laughs> he just there loves that's Robin so point. much. Like, what is wrong with her?" Yeah, to the point where I'm like. It, it was too much, like yeah. to the point where I felt like he was being idiotic about mm. expressing how he felt and convincing her that she should be with him. Yeah. I just felt like that got mm. to that point. Um, okay. 
uh, Notting Hill. Oh, William and my Anna. favorite movie. Your favorite movie. <laughs> uh, William and Anna. William and Anna is yeah. the name. <laughs> Anna. Oh, I think. Oh, God. Mm, that's a hard one. Is it? <laughs> I think Anna is an avoidant. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think William is secure. I don't think he's anxious. I don't think he's anxious. It's hard to say because of his bumbling freaking voice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, he's when, he's in the store, when he's in the store and he's like, oh, I don't do blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you're like, okay, is he, does no, he have he's anxious? Just, he's just Hugh Grant trying to be <laughs> yeah. charming. Yeah, is he trying to be charming or is he anxious? You're <laughs> taking the piss out of my favourite film. No, I think, I think he's, he's secure. He might have a little bit of anxiety, but I think he's secure. But she's obviously avoidant. Yeah, yeah, that's hard to say about him. I think it's hard to say. You know, it's Hollywood at the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jim and Pam. Oh, uh, the they're they're the best. They're uh-huh. the best. I think they're both secure. I think they're both quite secure. They have anxious tendencies, mm. but I think as a in a in a as a, in a relationship, yeah, you only really see their kind of that side, the ang- anxious part towards the end. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when like. When they feel like they're drifting the apart. Yeah, part. yeah. That but I think yeah. that was, like, like, the the point of that is it was real. They yeah. were drifting yeah, apart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so the but fact they that they anxious. noticed that yeah. and got, yeah. like, did something about it. Yeah. And that's why they stayed together mm-hmm. means that, yeah, there is some, I think they are secure yeah. about the relationship. Um. Okay. <laughs> Shane from the L word. Shane I mean, slash is that, L. Is this a... Is this a <laughs> What kind of question is obviously avoidant? Avoidant, yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you think of Shane? I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> nah. Messy. As in, uh, disastrous. I was always like, oh, Shane's so cool. Like, mm. blah, blah. as mm-hmm. I got older, I'm like, nah, I don't want to yeah, be now, that avoidant. Now that you've watched the L word new, new generation, generation new, yeah. How do you feel about it? I feel Shane? like Shane is way more vulnerable in this one, you know? I felt like, I mean, I haven't finished it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, but I felt like there was no character growth because of what they did, what she did to Tess. Mm. That she, they I just mean, did this, this one eighty of like, I know, okay, and now suddenly Shane's back to season one of Elwood. Yeah, but it's showing like, what lesbians are like in real life. They're fucking, they don't change. They're the yeah, same, especially if you don't do anything. About <laughs> yeah, it. Like exactly. Shane comes from trauma mm. and had a really traumatic upbringing. Yeah. So, it makes sense that she is avoidant. Yeah. Um, and if you don't do anything about it, if you just get into a relationship and hope that that will be a quick fix, mm. it probably isn't going to work out. So, Okay. Right. So, <laughs> that... that what, what, what Bet and Tina. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was looking at... I was trying to read what it said. Bet and Tina. I don't know. I think Bet is probably anxious. Okay, and Tina is Tina's probably secure. <laughs> I, okay, that's so? interesting. I, I I've Especially always in the said new one. In the new one, Tina is secure. Like yeah. she, you know, she knows what she wants. Mm-hmm. That's I, it. Oh, and then yeah, Bet is yeah, like maybe. <laughs> yeah, so like I, I running think, around. I think that Bet is avoidant, and Tina is was really? anxious with her. Okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But in but the new season, when they've spent time apart, I do think that maybe Tina had become secure. Yeah. But I think also in the old season, Bet, you know, when she cheated on Tina, she was like really trying to get her back, like pulling out all the stops. But I don't think an avoidant person would do that. No, they they, yeah. they can. Yeah. No, yeah. they can. Oh, okay. Because 
uh, avoidant people also don't want to like they can still have relationships with people <laughs> and yeah. it can and it can be just ha- as as hard for them to walk away from a relationship yeah um and i think that she felt like she had done something wrong and mm. she wanted to fix it and if right. only you if only tina could just accept it and move on then mm. everything will be yeah, fine yeah 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 i think that's how she treated it and that's like for me that's an avoidant thing okay mm. next round <laughs> next okay. next segment okay of the podcast if you could be in any romantic slash like mm. love TV ro- mm. reality TV show, okay, which one would you be in? I've thought about this before. Uh, I think, I think we both have the same answer for this. Uh, I think I would be in Love Is Blind. That shit is romantic, bro. Like <laughs> you don't see the person; you just talk to them. You just talk to them. F- like that's it. You. So I feel like we have different reasons why we'd be on the show, but okay, yeah, I would for be. You, it's romantic. I, no, I'd just be like, it's the whole. There's no pressure of having to see that person. Also, you can you can literally tell. It's like talking to a therapist, but without having to see them. You know, and like you get really get a sense of. I get you get a sense of who you really connect with and who you don't on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then if you see them and yeah if, <laughs> here's the thing. if you see them yeah you would change your mind instantly but i feel like <laughs> on that show on that show they only really yeah. they don't really pick that's true yeah. that's i don't want to say it but they're all like good looking yeah right they do have a standard <laughs> yeah exactly a generic standard yeah and it's all like you know i mean they're not set out to like troll these people by yeah. like really breaking any standards yeah they did have um, more people of colour, I guess, yeah. as the seasons went on and also, like, some bigger people. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's good. That's good. That's a lot good, of them yeah. didn't make it in the next round, but, mm. you know, that's good. Res- more representation. If they could make a queer version, oh. that'd be great. If they could make a queer would, version yeah. of any bloody love show, that would be amazing. <laughs> we should, Please. We I should will be, I'll be number one to get I'll, – I'll, I'll go and try and audition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Try and, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. What about you? Yeah, I would say Love is Blind only yeah. because I think I would be good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I would be good because it's just about talking mm. and I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing is I think for myself I can get too hung up on how people look. Mm. I can make a decision about someone instantly. Instantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> instantly. Like it's not a good habit to get into because yeah. yeah. people are much more complex. Than exactly. That. It it t- lets you look at someone in a more you know. Yeah. It, it, in deep deeper mm-hmm. level than in a more meaningful way. Meaningful way, that's it. Yeah. So I would like to kind of challenge myself in that way mm. by not caring about what they look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like I my my standard is like I look for supermodels not mm-hmm. at all like I I think I have quite a broad taste mm-hmm. but there's something about like seeing someone and having that instant chemistry yeah. I build a lot on that appearance is a big factor when it comes to mm. dating relationships because it's what you see when you it's what you see right like when you you know and I guess but do, can you can you overcome that I think for me yeah, appearance is important, but I feel like the more I get to know someone, I can, I see them more attractive in a way where it's not just their looks, you know? Yeah. I, I think I, but it's so, about yeah. spending more, t- giving them that second chance. 
<laughs> giving them giving them that you know no not like how that. generous of you <laughs> not the like, lord has spoken <laughs> no, not, not like that but like not just being like not after the first date being like oh i didn't find them attractive just being like oh we had a good time I, I, you know but have you I'm, done that where you just like see them and you're like they're not attractive i'm not seeing them again <laughs> well you know the but answer I, to no, that no. I, think, so. I think i think i have i think i have <laughs> i think I, don't I, know. Have. I think that part of my life is a bit blurry <laughs> <laughs> okay so. no but i want to i want to be more like that you know okay yeah for so, sure yeah love is blind when the, mm. the when the curtain comes up or whatever yeah you know yeah. You run for the hills no <laughs> If the producers of Love is Blind are watching this, <laughs> hit us up. Pretty sure you're not. Put us on your show. <laughs> please, please. Um, yeah, okay. What's the next part of this? <laughs> of this rambling. Of this rambling podcast. Um, I guess the final part is... I think we're going to do that secret question round, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Secret question time. So we've talked about love languages. We've talked about attachment theories. We've talked about people... Famous people, TV characters, their attachment styles. We talked about a lot in this podcast. Um, our, our, our past experiences in relationships too. So we've, we're going to add a new segment to our podcast. It's going to happen every, in every podcast. It's called Secret Question Round. We're, gonna pre- we're each going to prepare a question for the other and the other person won't know what it is. Yeah. And you've got to answer it like truthfully. truthfully. And it can be as deep and as, as you want. It could be deep or shallow and it could be as salacious as we wanted to. <laughs> okay. Do you have your question? You can ask me first. <laughs> why, why, why am I nervous now? Because of that <laughs> laugh of okay. yours. <clears throat> All right. My question to you is, <clears throat> if you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? I'd give it all to you. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I, I think I would travel. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love traveling mm. and I love, I would go to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> and I Make would pasta. go. <laughs> yeah. I would go to like some mountainous region mm. and find a nonna. He's mm. like 99 years old. He's yeah. been making pasta her whole life. And I'll pay her a lot of money and be like, teach me, teach yeah. me everything. Yeah, that's the kind of shit I would. And you'll do. get a translator with you because you wouldn't know. No, what I'm she's gonna in. learn Italian because oh, okay. I have so much money. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but also yeah. I would bring a translator. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I definitely would travel mm. because you don't need to work. Mm. You don't have to worry about certain things. Mm. Obviously, I'll give money to people. Like yeah, my family yeah. and friends. Yeah. And Charity and all Charity. that stuff. <laughs> sure. like Depends on how much things. money you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, how much money? Like, is this fuck around money or like, like I don't know, the, I don't know, at least like three million. Three million's nothing. Really? Three million's not what it used to be. I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I, might, if, can't if, buy I a house. only won yeah. three million, I'd buy a house. Yeah. And it would be some shanty. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Sydney, it would be some fucking shanty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Out, in the, out in the sea and it's washing mm. away because of climate change. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Three million? Just buy a house, I guess. Yeah, okay. Okay. Or a houseboat. That'd be cool. Like a boathouse. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. No. Okay, yeah. so. My turn to ask you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go. Go for it. Okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, go. okay so who was your first 
crush on a on a girl slash woman mm-hmm. that made you realize maybe you're queer mm-hmm. this hap- oh, i think it was definitely in primary school mm-hmm. primary school mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i think i was like maybe nine ten mm-hmm. um i i knew i had weird feelings before that but mm-hmm. definitely when i was nine ten i can't disclose the name of this person yeah, no, you don't but to. she was like a close friend of mine and you know i just always wanted to you know just like be around be them. around her like i was just like oh she's she had like really nice hair yeah. and i was like wanted to be a best friend i didn't really know what it meant um but then yeah that was my first like crush i think i think it was more like it, it was like a child like childish crush you know mm-hmm. like a cute innocent crush. innocent crush yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, like so, a like a friendship. Yeah, crush. yeah, like when yeah, exactly. So when I when I got a bit older, I understood ah, uh, like you know what that kind of meant. Yeah, yeah, the kind of gay crush that historians like to write about and be like, mm. they were really good flatmates. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely okay. like young like primary school. I was like, okay, so yeah. you realized like then. Yeah, long time that's ago, nice. long long time ago. I don't know how the hell my parents didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> might sure, be I'm like sure they, almost sure you did. didn't have a choice in this sure yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. you that's were born it. this way it sounds born like. like lady gaga said that's exactly right yeah okay well that's it <laughs> we're uh reached the nay of the uh podcast yep and i uh, hope you guys have enjoyed it i hope you got something out yeah of this. i hope you i hope we gave an insight into some important um, matters and go to therapy mm. over these matters yeah. because we don't know what we're, <laughs> we're talking just sharing, about. We're just sharing right. our experiences and you know, yeah, making trying to make you feel sorry for us. Obviously, that's the ultimate goal yeah. <laughs> by listening to this podcast. Exactly. Um, and yeah, stay tuned. Uh, we are we will be posting a new episode every two weeks Thursday. So okay, bye bye now. Bye.